Ladies and gentlemen, hailing from Long Island, New York, the best wrestling podcast in the world, Joseph Crush, Nikki Noodles, Bad News Canali, and Nick Jersey, the Wrestling Journal Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, it is I, Joseph Crush. I'm back, baby. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, Wrestling Journal Podcast, episode 32, brought to you by WrestleBuzz, at WrestleBuzz on Instagram, at WrestleBuzz with three Zs on Twitter. Boys, it's good to see your faces again, not going to lie. Um, although I did welcome a brand new member to the family, it's it's good to, you know, take a little hour break, you know, get that little break. I think it's it's much needed during this uh, the first two weeks. Um. Just want to send my appreciation to you guys and everyone else for all the support and uh, thanks that were given. Um, and speaking of Thanksgiving, happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Boys, happy Thanksgiving. NG3, what's going on, buddy? What's, welcome back. It's great to have you. Um, you. Lucky man. Got that beautiful baby girl at home. Yeah. It's, uh, it's a life changer, let me tell you. It, it, in, the, in a positive way, not the, you know. Your beard, is, your beard is glistening. With glow, it is since that baby's been born. She's uh, she's fantastic. Uh, Nikki Noodles, what's going on, buddy? What's up, buddy? Welcome back. Congratulations to you and the missus. Thank I you. thought you were gonna. I thought you were starting the show with the retirement speech. We were we were preparing. Jersey was ready to go to take over full time, <laughs> but it's nice to have you back. It wouldn't be a bad thing. I mean, uh, <laughs> the, the past two weeks you guys have been killing it. And, uh, yeah, he's impressed. tremendous. I still gotta I still gotta edit and run through and upload, but. Uh, and just listening back to you guys, it was it was refreshing. It's good to good to see that we can take time off here and there. Uh, <laughs> thank you to the higher ups for giving me that time off myself. Um, but uh, it's appreciated, guys. And bad news, Canali, you're an uncle now. What's going on? Yes, yes. congratulations, <laughs> Uncle Tommy. Yeah. Welcome back, and you know, happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Hope everything everyone was good. And, you know, stay safe, and you know, all that fun stuff. Yeah, stay safe, everybody. Um, or else you go to jail. Apparently, just kidding. Do you love fantasy sports and professional wrestling? Of course you do. So join Paper Champion. It's free to play, win real prizes, gifts, trophies, and more. Signups for Season 5 are currently underway. Do you have what it takes to be the next Paper Champion? If so, contact us at kfabecup at gmail.com. Once again, that is kfabecup at gmail.com. Paper Champion. Fantasy wrestling done right. Uh, speaking of Thanksgiving, uh, just want to get what you guys are currently thankful for in the in the pro wrestling world. Kind of throw you a little uh, lob here. NJ3, anything certain that you're thankful for currently in uh, pro wrestling at this time? I mean, Shauncee Blackheart. I mean, she's given us war games, right? She All because of her, she's bringing, she's bringing war games back. Mm-hmm. She okay. made the announcement, so I'm thankful for her for that because we wanted it, and she gave it to us. Thank you, Shotzi. We're very thankful for you. Nikki Noodles, what are you thankful I'm for? Alexa Bliss and Pat McAfee. <laughs> <laughs> and, and non-wrestling news, Steve Cohen. Uh, <laughs> all right, that's good. I agree. Bad news. Anything you're thankful for in pro yeah. wrestling currently? The UE coming back, baby. Oh, shit. There we go. <laughs> Undisputed Era is back. Yes. Can't wait for the war games against him, against McAfee and his boys. Yes, going to be fun. 
I'm thankful That's for next, you. Next week too, right? Already. Quick, yeah. turn, quick yeah, turnaround. Quick. Yep. A lot of, lot of content pumping out in, in the wrestling world. As we <laughs> know, every pay, pay-per-view every, every other week now. It's fantastic. <laughs> it's exciting, though. It's fun to watch. Um, I'm thankful for this wrestling podcast and you guys. We'll, uh, we'll Very heartwarming, you. Joseph. Thank love, you. Love you guys. Love you guys. Um, <laughs> I got you. We are one week removed from Survivor Series. A lot of stuff happened, guys. Uh, Lana, sole survivor. Roman <laughs> Reigns beating Drew McIntyre. Sasha, shockingly, beating Asuka, in my opinion. Um. Anything that sticks out to you, uh, Nikki Noodles, anything that popped off from Survivor Series that, that had you in shock maybe or anything you liked in particular? Uh, well, the, the, the um, oh God, uh, McIntyre and Roman Reigns match was tremendous. Uh, yeah. I was show stealer in my opinion. Um, that was top, top of the line wrestling and just high impact from you know start off a little, little dry where you hear a lot of crickets there but it really picked up the pace man and it was two of the best in the game going at it which was which is nice and a refreshing breath of fresh air i agree it was a big match feel to say the least i think it's potential to see that we see this again down the line at a main event in wrestlemania at some point could only hope yeah very good match uh bad news canale yeah no i mean that you know drew uh, Roman match was like you know said start off a little slow, but man, did it pick up? I mean, it was just back and forth, man. It was just two heavyweights going at it. it was freaking awesome. It was really good to see, and I really liked. Even though you know it's kind of shit on Twitter, I did. I did enjoy the Undertaker. Uh, oh, yes, I did. I did enjoy that. I mean, you know, I mean, what do people want him to do? You know, I mean, the guy, the guy earned it. You know, had his boys there. You know, and everything. It was, you know, I mean, it was interesting. Kane was the only one in gear, but you know. <laughs> It's what it is, but no, I, I really enjoyed it. So, you know, farewell to him. I'm sure we'll see. We, it's not the last we'll see him. I'm sure he'll pop up every once in a while, but good for him. Yeah, I wanted to get into that, actually, in NG3, before you get into that. Just uh, I People said Kane was the only one in gear. You can argue the Godwins were in gear, too. Uh, shout yeah, out to Phineas and uh, Henry O. <laughs> um, they were in their overalls. So, uh, NG3, anything uh, see you that came from uh, Survivor Series? I thought the show was good. I I just didn't like how they dealt with the SmackDown men's versus uh, Raw men's team. I didn't think a clean sweep was a good look for them. It looked made them look extremely weak. I mean, I get Rollins, you know, gave himself up. He's going to go have the baby. But, I mean, to have no single elimination on the Raw men's side, especially with the whole lead-up, like, I get it, right? We were, we were talking about it weeks before. You're, you're going to have them halt you know, fight within each other, get to the big match and win the big match, right? Fine. We get it. But you, you could have gave us a little bit something more suspenseful, right? You could have made it like they had to get together and really come together for the win. They just clean sweep them. Yeah. I mean, when, when you're trying to kind of have both shows seem strong and we know Raw in their mind is, is, the, is their flagship show, you don't have them clean sweep all the guys. I mean... Not when the ratings tell a different story, I right? Think, I think, <laughs> I think that, that, I think that it, really stood out to me in a bad light. I think you could also argue that it was they almost were like focusing on the Roman Jey Uso thing, where it's like Jay couldn't carry this team to victory, and like they kind of took it on that. Maybe I don't know. I don't know. I agree with you. Like, and it and it could be that, but you can still have Jay lose. But I mean, to not have a single elimination, yeah, it was well. Yeah, yeah. like, he got dominated the, the whole way. It wasn't like it wasn't shocking, even anything. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. That's all. I mean, I get it. Trust me. And it makes perfect sense, right? That was a great lead in. Jay not able to carry, makes himself look weaker to Roman. It's it's kind of continuing the storyline 100%. Yeah. But don't you think a loss is a loss nonetheless? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like whether he, yeah. whether they were able to get a, an elimination one or two, 
you know, I mean, they beat Sheamus all the time in any any kind of match. You could have beat Sheamus in in, in this in the Survivor Series match, and it wouldn't have hurt him. I mean, right? I mean, he yeah. he loses on Raw, he loses whenever you know whenever else, but that 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 didn't stick out to me in the best way. I was a little bit disappointed on that one, but I did like seeing Sasha go over Oscar. That was. That, that, that made her look yeah. really oh, strong, yeah. and I did not see that coming. Yeah. No way. I thought. I thought. I don't know. I think they did. We get end up getting like a full count on like who actually won Survivor Series. Was it Raw? Do we know? I don't even know. Well, Raw, Raw won both tags. Um, SmackDown won the individual title matches, right? Or wait, no. What happened with Bobby? Now I'm forgetting what happened with Bobby. Bobby won. And, uh, Bobby, Bobby won. won. So Raw okay. must have won, I think. Raw must have won then. Yeah, because they didn't even like NXT acknowledge won. NXT won. But they didn't get any losses. I think, I, again, I think it's a huge miss that they didn't bring all three shows together like they did last year. Uh, the that was why it was the best one. Was I agree, Joe. For, for not having like elimination style, like a bunch of elimination style matches, the second best thing would to be all three brands going at it. And I thought last, I know it wasn't here last week to talk about it with you guys. I thought all the lead up to last year's Survivor Series was so fucking cool. Oh, like great. Raw, like <clears throat> when Drew's like showed up on NXT or like NXT guys showed up on Raw or SmackDown, or whatever. I thought that was really fucking cool and different. And it gave guys like Keith Lee, like Riddle, whoever, when they were in NXT to shine on the main roster. Would have gave guys. I know they have the guys, name out there. Yeah, it's it's unfortunate, but I I mean it was still I thought it was still overall good show. Uh, I think the biggest shocker to me was Sasha beating Asuka. Not that she doesn't deserve it or she can't, she can't do it, but like Asuka seems unbeatable at this point. And um, until I guess Alexa gets to her at some point, I think she's going to reign on Raw until, you know, our girl takes over. So, um, but yeah, the, again, just want to touch on the Undertaker thing before I want to keep going too. We have a long show to get to. Um, a lot of people were unhappy with it. And I, could, I can understand why. Uh, it was kind of, to me, <clears throat> lackluster, like with bringing out everybody just to come to the ring and then Undertaker came out, they were all gone. So not that I, maybe even to see him come in the ring and like interact, like shake their hands, I don't know, something like that. But it's also the Undertaker. So like, I think this is the last time we'll see kayfabe Undertaker, him yeah. him in the ring, cut that promo like the dead man and then leave and then that's it. And then now from now on, every time we see him in, whether it's on TV or off TV, it's going to be Mark Calloway. That's how I feel. So that's what they were essentially doing. Um, But I mean, they just hyped it up so much. Like I think we all, at least me, I expected just a little more, but I didn't know. I like Tom said, what else could he have done? You're right. Mm -hmm. So, but uh, at the end of the day, I thought overall the night was fun of survivor series. um, And I don't know. I think overall it was just a solid show. But uh, moving forward, uh, WWE announced during that show they're coming out with a new docuseries called WWE Icons. Uh, it looks like each episode we got for this first season, one's going to be on Yokozuna, Lex Luger, the British Bulldog, RBD, and Beth Phoenix, which I think is pretty cool. Uh, I'm sure it's going to – I would essentially assume it's going to highlight their careers in WWE – uh, it looked like when they're talking about Luger, they're going to mention how, like, I kind of got the vibe. They're going to mention how he was like a bust as mm-hmm. the top baby face. I'm not sure if they're going to go talk about highlights and lowlights of these people, but uh, anything that the network pull- puts out usually is like top notch. So I'm kind of excited, especially for Yoko. I think we haven't really got much Yokozuna stuff at all ever. So I'm, I'm excited to see what we get from, from that aspect. But uh, NJ three, any, any thoughts in this upcoming docuseries? Uh, Highlighting these guys. 
No, I like the lineup that they're giving us because, I mean, we were, I mean, even though like, obviously we can go back now and rewatch anything we want, but we were young, right? We weren't as, I guess, dialed in, as you want to say, yeah. as we kind of are now about behind the scenes stuff. Of course, social media helps us do that very well. But, you know, I'd love to, I don't, I don't know much about Yokozuna, right? Like I, I know what he did in the ring, but I don't know his backstory as much as maybe if he was around now, right? Um, Lex Luger, I'd love to kind of hear that story of like how he, he didn't live up to the top babyface billing. Yeah, I love to hear his side of it, right? Isn't that kind of what we always want? We want to kind of hear their perspective and we always want to get that behind the scenes, that behind the curtain kind of feel and look and, and storytelling. I think this is what's going to get this series going to give us. And to be honest, I think there's going to be some good stories to follow. So I am pretty excited. But Yoko and Lex, I want to see that one. And I'd love to see Beth Phoenix. I mean, she was the Glamazon during a time where women's wrestling was, it was like, you know, kind of transitioning a little bit. So I'd love to kind of see how she had to put almost the women on her back a little bit yeah and stand like out it's like that strong woman and i like how she gets the respect she does because like i think i know she had a very it wasn't a long term in WWE, but uh i don't want to say it was like six seven years at most i think maybe and she's getting like this respect because like, like you said she had to hold that division she was like the only legitimate i think person around at that time like that you could actually argue was like a, a solid women's wrestler so i'd like she was a beast too she was an yeah. absolute monster and then uh i think there was more hope for her to be a long-standing like in the company uh i think she got injured i could be wrong i'm not sure i believe so too yeah, and i was so gonna I say that. i think she got injured way. which kind of cost her uh, you know some time on a career but i'd love to hear about it yeah no, i think these these docuseries when they did the monday night wars when they do the 24s when they do the 365s like these are the ones that really like capture my attention like this yeah. is the stuff i really want to see and, and especially like you said us being growing up loving this business and this the WWE, not knowing that stuff like back in the day again yoga luger it's going to be fun to see what they have to offer for us like backstage stuff so i'm, I'm excited for that um the, uh, apparently, some of the furloughed uh, employees, uh, being Fit Finley and Shane Helms, are now rehired to the company, um, which I think we knew was going to happen. I think they had mentioned that like a lot of the furloughed employees were going to get brought back when the time is right. Um, bad news. Uh, I know Fit Finley is a big part of the the women's division. Uh, are you I, are you hopeful that this could maybe you know help out the the product that's being put out right now? Oh, absolutely. I mean, he, you know, guy, guy's a legend, you know, wrestling and being a producer in the back and everything. And when he started he, that he got, you know, furloughed and all that stuff, I mean, it kind of sucks, but, you know, it's good that he's back and the hurricane coming back, you know, it's pretty cool too. Even though he showed up in AEW there for a little bit. It was, <gasps> Thomas, you can't say that. God, so, you can't but, say that. Yeah, I mean, so, I mean, you know, I'm just curious how that's going to work with him back, but Hey, you know, guy has to make some money somehow, you know? So, I mean, but good at their back and everything and like you said hopefully it helps the women out a little bit more so see what happens yeah you gotta get those paychecks tom don't exactly yeah. <laughs> the veterans uh, of the game <laughs> yeah they know what they're doing um and just before we get into the uh the week that was pro wrestling uh, i just want to give a big shout out to mike tyson on his fight tonight against roy jones jr um nicky noodles i know you're a huge tyson fan uh <laughs> baddest man on the planet <laughs> um just any thoughts on the the, the WWE Hall of Famer going in tonight at 51, I want to say he is now. Uh, yeah, going against the like that, yeah. Once was the – they said Roy Jones Jr. was going to be the next Tyson, uh, or maybe uh, – you can argue maybe he was. I don't know. Um, just going up in, against him in this fight. Two, two, big, two of the biggest names in boxing history, you know, going at it. Uh, I know they're a little older now, but I, I think I can speak for all of us. I think we're all kind of intrigued. We'd all like to see it. Yeah. Um, I know I'm hoping for a, a Tyson knockout because I haven't seen one in a long time, so – 
uh, it should be should be interesting to say the least. And uh, you know, hopefully, he can get it done. We've seen we've seen these these videos leading up to the fight of him like yeah he's in great shape he looks media. great he's oh, you know, I mean, <laughs> boxers don't lose don't lose don't lose those skills man that those those hands are there forever man and mm-hmm. boy he's as powerful as ever well yeah it looks like he still got the power too so uh, and he's got the face tattoo or I don't know if he still, if he had it while he was fighting but he's got it now so. that's very, I think at the very tail end but yeah, there yeah, wasn't, wasn't much left in the tank at that point nah. <laughs> we'll see good luck Mike and uh, you know we got your back bro suck it uh guys a long week in wrestling we say it every week we got a lot of stuff to go over um i'll try to minimize it down as much as i can to to high points and maybe some low points uh we're starting off with monday night raw the good old uh arguably the best show of uh pro wrestling going right now sarcasm (laughs) um so after survivor series we had the winning team the the clean sweep team in the ring uh all arguing basically for uh for number one contendership shots at uh mcintyre um braun got a little carried away uh, i think he headbutt adam pierce uh it's unfortunate and uh we ended up getting three different qualifying matches uh to head to a triple threat match next week to see who's going to be the number one contender for the WWE championship um we had who do you get? Riddle won over Sheamus. Lee, uh, Keith Lee over Bobby Lashley, who I assume taking Strowman's part, and uh, AJ over Randy Orton, um, which we got the Fiend involved in that. NJ3, uh, thoughts in this whole process of uh, finding out a new number one contendership? Any takeaways from these matches that uh, you enjoyed or what, what you had going forward? Yeah, so, you know, I actually kind of like the idea of okay, you're the raw wins, you're the raw men's winning team at Survivor Series. Now your prize for winning is one of you are going to get a shot at the WWE Championship. That's actually a good idea. Yeah. Like that's good, right? You, you have five of your arguably best male talent on this group: some young guys, some veterans, and some people in the middle. Um, so great idea. I liked it. Um, I think Strowman actually has a knee injury. I think I read. Okay. Um, so or he has some injury sense. of some sort. So he, like you said, Joe, you pointed to it. He was supposed to face Keith Lee, which I would have, I know we've kind of seen it again, but it, it would have been, it would have made sense, you know, Goliath versus Goliath kind of thing. Yeah. But I thought it was actually done well, right? I think Sheamus doesn't need that kind of push to the next level. He's kind of there. You can insert him at any time, right? And to be honest, leading up into Survivor Series, I thought Sheamus was going to turn on Drew with all those backstage segments of being a nice guy. Like Sheamus is a nice guy. Come on. He's like Nicky. He's like Nicky Noodles, right? He's always a heel. Like he'll smile in your face, but when you turn around, knife in the back, um, <laughs> ready to do that chair shot. Always. <laughs> so you know, when I saw that, I was like, I don't know. But then seeing this, I, I'm happy to see Riddle go over. Uh, Keith Lee made sense to go over Bobby Lashley. I think he would have went over Braun Strowman, to be very honest. Yeah. And AJ Styles, man. AJ Styles is going to win next week. That's my. That's my. I guess spoiler. Um, AJ will win and he will take not a prediction. We'll take on Drew McIntyre, but I really did think the process was pretty good. I was happy with the matches and I got to say, I don't love raw usually, but I did like this angle. Yeah. I think, uh, this to make this, it brings, it brings us back next week to watch. I think that's the, the ultimate goal in wrestling is to have us wanting to come back. And then you give us this triple threat match next week, AJ Styles, Matt Riddle, Riddle and Keith Lee like that's that's a huge triple threat match um, I, I agree with you I do believe AJ is going to go over it, it could be different but I think when this when the whole draft happened when AJ got drafted to Raw my first thing was like AJ versus Drew that's going to be fucking gold like in ring matches you want you, know, you want that right away I mean sure what what else what, what, what else are you going to give me though no I no I get it I just I don't know I just I don't like, like, when be you, like a nice you put Royal the best Rumble wrestler match. 
and put the best wrestler in the world against the champion who just won the title back. It's like, I don't know. They're not going to get, then I can take it off him again right away. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want, I don't like they? wasting a few that, I don't like wasting a few that way. Cause I think Styles, Styles is due for a Rumble win. He's the only one that really, the big one that hasn't won one. So it'd be nice to see him get that and push that, carry that feud over to a bigger moment. You My argue, personal opinion. You can argue other people can win the Rumble as well. I'm just saying, like, I I'm, agree. Oh, I'm, but I'm he's just, one of the ones that he's due, sure. he's due for his. I agree. I think, I mean, I don't know. I, I, I don't know what else. I want quality right now. And then I can't, I don't know if I could wait for AJ versus, I think Raw needs quality right now. And I think AJ versus Drew is like the best you can get right now. Well, they've done a poor job of booking Keith Lee because otherwise that would have been a good one to go at right away. Or we didn't bring up uh, Keith Lee's new entrance music. So maybe they aren't booking him. Thank God. That should have been, Jersey, that should have been your big takeaway from Survivor Series. It Um, it was a huge, it was big, but oh man. And now that I think of it, it was was great. It was good. (laughs) But uh, I don't know. know I I, I get Nick's point, right? But you, Unfortunately, with this ever-changing situation that we're in, in no, agreed. I, mean, I get it. I just, their future planning, Nick, is going to unfortunately be out the window. And I, you know, I love booking. You know, I love good, clean storytell booking. Trust me, I want to see AJ and and Drew either at, at Royal Rumble or at WrestleMania, hundred percent. Yeah. But because it's so uncertain right now, the yeah, best so that I, they're doing is they're going to have to give us short-term, decent storytelling. I guess. I agree. I just like. I just like. You know. I just don't see how AJ can go over early. And then if you're going to carry it on to a two or three pay-per-view thing, I just don't think you're going to revisit that anytime soon to really capitalize yeah, on that, like, that type of marquee matchup. My personal opinion though. Especially when you have TLC coming up, like do they do it at TLC or are they going to rush it or are they going to give us something Probably. else? Yeah. Cause you know how they roll, man. They're, they're ready to, they're ready to, you know, Lost blow a, a main event uh, match on a fucking uh, Saturday night main event. You know what I mean? So yeah. you can, you can argue that like AJ versus Drew is WrestleMania. Style. Of course, it's huge. But Absolutely, I think they. I think Raw needs to bust their nut right now and like get it out in order to get like better viewership. Unfortunately, but, then, but, after, but, but after Styles, where, where do they go after that though? Because there's not. I'm much. not. I'm not looking for. I can't look down the road that far for that for Raw. I can't. I'm sorry. I don't know. Like unless AJ wins, then you give us something else. I'm not sure who else Drew goes up against at this point. Sheamus next, maybe. Mm. That's when, they, that's when we get the heel turn? I don't know. It's interesting. I, that, could, that could have been the holdover feud up until... That's what I thought Sheamus was going to be it. I thought this was going to be like, th- that was it. And then we get Sheamus, oh, have maybe like a two-month deal to rumble, and then we get something else. Yeah. I don't know. Um, she- but, I mean, Sheamus, Sheamus is legit. You know he can carry it over. He, I mean, yeah, that feud would be great. I think hard-hitting is... That's they have the chemistry, so we know. I don't know. Um, yeah, like you said, Strowman got uh, suspended indefinitely for headbutting Adam Pierce. Another um, heel turn. Yeah. <laughs> He's the big show with Jace. I mean, it's yeah. Yeah. Um, but he he tweeted out something interesting. Like it was kind of questioning. It was almost like we got text from I got text from buddies that were like, "Is this real?" Like because he was like flipping out of management and like this is done. He's like time for a change, basically type of tweet. Um, so that was pretty cool. Like people questioning if it was real or not. Um, shout out to JD. Uh, but do you guys? I actually want to ask you: Do you guys like Adam Pierce as the authority role in on both shows? I think it's kind of like we needed something there. But is this a, like as the official? Do we are we cool with this? Bad news. Yeah, I like him. I mean, the guy, the guy, the guy's good on the mic, you know, and everything, and just you know, even though he, he had that little you know flub with Drew McIntyre's name that went blew up like crazy. You know, <laughs> Come back and forth. Much for and everything, but 
No, I mean, I like him. I mean, he, he's not too much like a dick, but he's not like too much of a baby face. I think he's like right down the middle with everything, which is pretty cool. And so, you know, refreshing to see and everything. But no, he's definitely he's definitely doing a good job with it. I really like it. Yeah, I think it meshed well. Like, it, like at the beginning, I was like, "What's going on?" And then, then kind of like, I just got used to it. And I'm glad he could deliver a, a decent promo, hold his own, and then also take bumps at the same time, which is pretty cool. Yeah, yeah um, exactly. got to be able to do both, man. Yeah, you got to be. You got to take that bump. Especially. No matter who, no matter who you are in this business. <laughs> I love this business, but you got to take bumps. Um, noodles. We, I don't know. This may be a, a low, and I have to go for you for the lows. But uh, New Day versus the Hurt Business. I'm I'm worried we're getting a repeat a repeat offender here, like till fucking WrestleMania. Um, New Day went over the Hurt Biz, and but there was like a weird botch count out. It was like really a very sloppy. It was match. yeah, it was very yeah. sloppy going on. But I mean, they had a, a great one. Uh, the other, I mean, the other the last the last time they went out, yeah. it was awesome. It was incredible. But how? But I again, we're forgetting when that happened because it's. I feel like it's happening a lot now. I think it was like yeah, it was. Like, I think it was just maybe last, last week. week yeah, two weeks <laughs> ago. Yeah, I have, yeah, I have, well, a, bad I have a bad memory. Uh, <laughs> But it looks like we're going to get this possibly ongoing for the next couple of weeks. And I'm worried. I'm not sure if you are. Uh, I, I think we have two solid teams here. Should, should the change have happened already from New Day to Hurt Business? Um, I'm, not, I'm not sure where, where they want to go with this, if they're going to give us the same match every week now. Yeah, me either, especially considering the, they've been booking the Hurt Business uh, pretty poorly lately. Mm-hmm. I mean, they haven't win, win much. Um, they've been looking like shit. So I'm not really too excited about the direction they're going because you know how you know how Vince goes, man. Breakups are just just right around the corner when he gets a little uh, tiresome of something, which is a little devastating because her business was awesome. I still think they have so much potential, um, but yeah, it would be tough to just run it back with New Day over and over again and, and then fall short because the credibility goes out the window. Yeah, they built up so much momentum to toss it away. It would be just disgusting. I'm like, where the next step is like Lashley losing the United States Championship and then everything is done. Or actually going solo because I could just see it kind of happening. The writing's on the wall. And it's in that same realm of her business, no retribution this week. So, right? Or they were, were they on TV? Did I miss anything? Uh, I don't, I don't know. They, didn't they fuck up the gobble the Google? Was that last week? Did anyone see that? I feel like I saw a meme online. Was, that a, was that a backstage segment, maybe? Because I didn't see that. Yeah. I, 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 I have my notes. Gobbly Googler won, won the, t- the 24-7 title, right? So at Survivor Series. Yeah. Shout out to Gobbly yeah. Googler. Uh, <laughs> but I could have swore I saw like a meme that – because I, I have to – I DVR raw and I watch through it. And maybe I, I thought it, maybe I missed it, but I could have swore I saw like some sort of gif or meme of them dist- like beating up the Gobbly Googler. I could be wrong. So, Maybe. but I didn't see to, the, I, to, I don't, to her business to lose to lose twice in the same night this is a pretty pretty tough show into a really beat up Kofi Kingston on one yeah. leg it's not and, not good strong booking in any and way and booking Jersey the New Day kind of being like cowardly in the beginning too like yeah. how they wanted out of the match that was like interesting and then, as well. and, then and then MVP gets involved in the, the Lashley match to, to prevent that is you know DQ it's pretty pretty bad interesting and, and with the count out and then you know Woods is like oh the match is over it's like it's like the roles were reversed like they became heel and then and her business is like hey no restart the match type of thing it was, it was very interesting it was really very, it was very sloppy yeah yeah, yeah whatever um speaking <laughs> of speaking of sloppy <laughs> just kidding love you lana but i don't know i'm not feeling it <laughs> yeah. uh we had lana versus asuka potentially for uh, the championship match and then it ended up turning into lana and asuka winning over Shayna and Nia. Uh Tom, yeah. are we gonna get uh Lana and Asuka's women's tag team <laughs> champions? <laughs> I mean 
I mean, when it comes wins to lately for Lana. Lana's been winning a lot. Yeah, I mean, who knows? I mean, that whole, when she was the sole survivor, I text you, I go, what fuckery was this? I mean, <laughs> I mean, Jesus, wasn't even in a match. You know, it's just uh, too much, man. I don't know. I, I mean, at least she didn't go through a table. The streak broke this week. Yeah, so, the streak's you know, over. The streak's over, so that's good. But, yeah, it's just, I don't know what they're doing. I mean, I don't know if they're just using her, you know, as comedy now or whatever, but I don't know. It just doesn't sit right with me, but whatever. <laughs> Yeah, I think, I think they tried to. I, I haven't watched it yet, but the, either the twenty four or the uh, the um, chronicle chronicle of her, I saw a clip of it. It was pretty emotional. She's definitely took a unless she was people assumed she was acting because she's an actor, um, shedding tears over like her thoughts and like people what people think about her outside, like fans and stuff. So it's it was. I don't know if they were trying to to get us like win over her on us, but I still. I still can't buy it. I'm not there yet. Um, I wanna, I wanna believe that Lana could be like a, a top baby face, but I just, it's, it's not fitting with me at this point, at least. No hate on Lana, but she's not believable yet. I mean, she was great as you know the Russian, you know, manager for Rusev. Obviously, he's not there Phenomenal. anymore. You know, she was amazing as that. I wish they could have kept her like that, but you know, I was. She, she was like, she was like Deborah McMichael back in the day when she was with Jeff Jarrett. Like, everyone hated Rusev. Everyone hated Jeff Jarrett, but they all loved Lana. They all loved them. Yeah. And uh, it was cool. I like that. Um, I miss I miss Russian Lana. Nice callback. Nice callback. Yeah. That was good, right? Yeah. Like, to Lana's credit, though, she does she does try really hard. Like, she wants she to does. do it. She does, yeah. You know what I mean? The, it's not because of a lack of effort, so. But sometimes you could always, you could always expect in, that. You could put 100% in, but you can't. It's, Agreed. You're, you're going to get 50 back. I'm not, I mean, it's unfortunate, but. Look at you! Hard, 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 hard work, and you're hard just work gets you opportunities, though, which is good, though. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see what happens. Uh, Jersey, I want to go to you with this one. Uh, Alexa Bliss, Nikki, Nikki Cross. Uh, we got we got a solid match there. I think uh, the the whole the, what, what I took away from it was Alexa and her. So I thought I, I was convinced at first. Convinced, like, convincing yeah, act, very yeah, convincing. Yeah. I was convinced that she was actually like got snapped out of it for a second mm-hmm. and then we saw sister abigail and all that fun stuff um i think for me it's hard to believe that someone could progress the character this much week by week but she's doing it for me whether it's a firefly fun house whether it's in ring whether it's a, a moment of bliss she's doing things that are more than i've seen from a woman's competitor ever in wrestling to me so I just want your thoughts on the whole scenario with Bliss and everything. What what you yeah. got going right now? I I mean you got to give it to her, right? I know we we say it week by week, and I know her biggest fan is in this in this video virtual room, um, <clears throat> Nikki Noodles. So you know it, it's it's really funny, right? Because when you saw Alexa Bliss in NXT, she was this like glitter character, right? And then she transitioned to manage um, Murphy and um, Blake and Blake. His name is. Yeah, Buddy Murphy and Wesley Blake. Thank yeah. you. And and she transitioned right from that that character to there, so she's able to do it right. You've see, we've seen it done on the NXT on the NXT level where NXT wasn't, I guess, where it is where it was in the middle and where it is now. Yeah. She then comes up to the main roster, and she she wins titles and she surprises everybody. Right. She's a good wrestler. She's good on the mic. She's a good character. She's got a good look, and she can almost do anything you can want with her. She's like a Swiss Army knife. Um. In this whole nice, nice reference. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> in this whole this whole fiendess character, because I still don't know what to call her per se. Yeah. 
she, we see her every week just continuing to build on that and keep continuing to build that storyline and that transition. When she hits that, she, and I feel like this week can almost hit that Bray, that Bray level, right? Where Bray is the fiend and Bray is Bray. You have Funhouse Bray and you have Fiend Bray. She demonstrated that ability to be able to kind of cross into both. And it was, it was like, it was really well done. Um, she, she did her most convincing performance. Nikki did a good job selling it like, oh, it's okay. It's okay. And it's like, no, sister Abigail, I am the fiendess. I'm, this is my house. It was just, it was well done. I really like good storytelling. And like I said, Alexa Bliss is really doing some great stuff. And it's good to see that she can hold a good story and, and kind of keep transitioning. Probably the hottest story that Raw has going right now, which is clearly the fiend firehouse story. Yeah, no, I agree. I think, uh, for for what the lows we get from Raw, just to end on that note, for Raw is like a positive in my eyes. I think I can go into a three three hour show of Raw and just all I care about is the Fiend and Alexa Bliss, and I'm okay with that. So, um, I don't know. I'm I, I'm happy with what they're doing with her. I love the the her off entrance, like the different entrance music she has now. It's like insane. Yeah. She's dressed like, help me with a reference. I know Tommy will probably know this one. Is it Hey Arnold? Is it Helga? Rugrats. Was her outfit? Rugrats. Angelica. I'm sorry. Thank yeah. you. See, I knew I would have got it wrong. So it was funny. I tried. It's kind of like Chucky, too. <laughs> yeah. It's like a mix. It's like, I don't know what they're going for. Like a mix between like Chucky, Angelica, and like Harley Quinn in a sense, too. Like, dude, it's, it's good. It's good. It's, it's good. Really it's good. You, you could swap her for Margot Robbie right now. Yeah. Margot Robbie. Uh, Robbie. Margot Robbie. My bad. <laughs> Just kidding. I love her. Right, how do you want to pronounce the O? It's, you know, people pronounce it differently. <laughs> Same Robbie. Giant action. Robbie. Um, yeah, super happy with the 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 direction they're going with that. And then we obviously we hinted before, but Bray going after uh, Randy is obviously the next move, which is great. Just rehashing back to someone that hurt him in the past. So I think that's solid work by WWE in that part. But then g- give me that in everything. You know what yeah. I mean? Give me that for every story. Like, why am I not getting the effort in this? Like, we're getting in this with every other storyline. Not sure. Different people have hands on different things. I know that. But at the end of the day, Vince sees the final product. So why is he letting shit like that go by him? We'll never know, obviously. But we'll see what happens. Um, and uh, welcome back, Jersey. I know you hosted the past two weeks. But uh, we're going to bring you back for the Wednesday segment. But before we do that, I just want to give a big shout out to my boy, Walter. 600 day reign as NXT UK champion. We don't talk about NXT UK much ever on here, but we have to show our appreciation to Walter. Walter. And uh, like we said, we say every time, whenever he makes, he can make his way up to the main roster right now and be a fucking stud. And uh, just shout out to 600 day reign. We love Walter. He he looks like he's coming for that uh, Pete Dunn 800 plus day reign at this, at this point. It's going to be close. I like the long-range champions, though. I mean, I'm, I'm not sure who could ever take it off him, but it'll be a, a nice surprise once it happens. That's a good thing, right? Yeah, I guess it's that can be a good thing. Yeah. He's definitely holding it down. Walter, you are the man. But, Joe, it's it's been fun hosting. You know, when you have when you have Nick and Tom hanging with you on a Saturday morning, it's, it's always a good time. So it was a yeah. blast hosting. But I am happy to take back my NXT segment and give you the rest of the show because it's nice to kind of sit back and see you do what you do best. Oh, okay. Yeah, I appreciate um, it. <laughs> I'll tell you this, man, when I'm watching NXT and we open up with another fantastic women's contest, right? It's like week in and week out. We're open up with the girls and it's just great. And, you know, you get Ember and Candice this week and it's, it's, it's a good match. And then Candice does end up going over. But the one thing that stuck out to me 
is that they were, you know, Dakota came down and Raquel came down. Tony came down for reinforcement. Mm. And that's what we needed, right? We needed we needed that rock star to come down. But what we didn't expect mm. is that heel turn. Now, was it was it the T was it that, you know, um Dakota Kai on Tegan Knox heel turn that we got? No. Yeah. But it was unexpected, I think. So noodles, I, I know that obviously you pay very <laughs> close attention to these matches. You really look at them with a fine tooth comb. Are you happy to see Tony turn heel? Glass. Oh, absolutely. Um, are you happy to see Tony turn heel? Like, does this her character seems, at least in my opinion, to translate well in that regard? What do you think about that? Love it. Love every bit, everything about it. Uh, you know, as I, I make this statement every week, but no one appreciates the heel turn more than I. Um, it was fantastic. It was well done. Uh, didn't see it coming, but then when it happened, I was like, man, that was that was just fantastic. Um, she said, I feel like she's been teasing it a little bit as time has gone on here too. So I think it just fits the realm really well. Um, and it's going to fit more storylines down there for what she's capable of doing and, and get her to the next level, which is, which is the plan. So I couldn't be more ecstatic for it. No. And I agree. And it, it could help her. Like you said, her eventual push to the top. I mean, if, if Absolutely. EO was, if EO was the top of the ladder and she's the queen of the castle, you know, you can't have a face and a, a face face view doesn't, doesn't take you long, right? It's been you, done you since WrestleMania six. Right. That's a, that's a long time ago. So, you know, you, you, you know, if you want to see Tony get to the top, I think turning her heel makes a lot of sense because EO is clearly the face and that would be a, a great eventual feud. I'd love to sign up for, but I didn't see that, that heel turn coming. And I know with you being our resident heel of the wrestling journal podcast, I mean, I had to go to you with some analysis and I appreciate I'm it. For it. I support it. And I look forward to more Tony time. <laughs> Tony time is right. Um, the KO show, Tom, the KO show, you know, I, I thought it was kind of cool seeing Kevin Owens back a little bit. He seemed, if, I don't know if you guys scored on commentary, like he, I feel like he, he was still trying to find his footing a little bit on commentary. I feel like he, he wasn't delivering those exciting, like, yeah, I got to give Wade Barrett some credit actually now that, you know, listening to him for several weeks and several months since more on Arrow's uh, leaving. Wade, Wade is, he's good at bringing excitement and, 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 and bringing up some stuff that's taken place. KO was a little bit flat. Not going to lie. It, it was nice to have him, but it was a little bit flat. But he did bring us the KO show, and I was happy about that. And, Tom, on the KO show, we did get Leon Ruff as his guest, and he made the ineb- – the, um, the sin is when you say someone's name, they're going to show up. It may not show up on the countdown, but it, they will show up. We did get to see Gargano. We did get to see Damian Priest, and we will be getting at War Games a triple threat match player, as, as William Regal says. That was amazing, um, by the way. <laughs> fantastic. Tom, are you are you happy to see this triple threat? I know we were kind of talking about this a couple of weeks ago, saying, like, where is this kind of going to go? Who's going to get what? And we're getting this triple threat match. Um, are you happy to see that? Do you like to see this little feud that's kind of going on? No, absolutely. I mean, I think I'm in the minority here, but I kind of like Leon Ruff, man. I mean, the guy, I mean, he came out, you know, he came out as a joke, you know, obviously with Gargano, but he, he ended up winning. Some help from Priest, but hey, man, I think, the, I think the kid's really good. I really do. I mean, I think... You know, I like, you know, what was it last week where he like smacked, you know, Damien and the priest say, hey, give me some respect kind of thing. I really, you know, he's coming into his own and everything. I mean, is he at the level of Gargano and priest? Absolutely not. But, you know, he's just getting there and everything. But no, I think the triple threat match is going to be a lot of fun. And, you know, you know, throw Gargano in any match, triple threat, whatever is going to be great. So I'm really excited for that match and should be should be a lot of fun. But like I said, I, I mean, I hope I doubt he will retain it but it'd be pretty cool to see him hold on to the, the championship for a little bit longer so that's you know it'd be fun it, it doesn't hurt it right it doesn't hurt it. i feel like even if if leon ruff has a small run and he's a transitional champion and even if he doesn't drop it at war games and he drops maybe a little bit afterwards i don't think it hurts 
what the title is. I don't think it hurts for who's involved because of the people that are involved and what they're trying to do, right? They're trying to do this inter, you know, sometimes when you try to tell two, two stories in one, in like one match, it, it, you can get a little, like a little, you can get yourself into trouble. I think though, at least with these competitors, I think we're okay with this for me, at least in my opinion. So, and Hey, listen, that was a slap around the herd around the world. The last time I seen a slap like that, I mean, uh, it's been a while. So, I was going to say probably when, that, when you met Joey for the first time, when you told him that you were dating his sisters, when you walked into his house and told him, hey, listen, this is what's going to go on. This is I run this house now. I, I think, am the tribal chief. I think the uh, the biggest slap in the face when I first met Tom was his uh, his sports uh, teams. No, Tom, Tom could everything, not say, everything. No, well, his hockey, his hockey team allegiance is a little bit tough, but his baseball allegiance couldn't be any stronger. And football, football is good. Too. No, mm. no, football's fantastic. Well, you, you know, listen, no Giants jet rivalry. They both not good. We both can be bad together. It's the it's the best thing, right? We can hey, get along. Giants can win a division. You never know. <laughs> they can. They they're in the hunt. This is remarkable. Crazy. I'll be tuning in tomorrow, one o'clock. Anyway, uh, sorry. <laughs> I know we're I know a wrestling show. Um, Joey, who's the who's the other? Is that another ghost face in in the Gargano car? Can you help me out with that? I think it That's was. That's not Indy. That's another ghost face. Yeah. Uh, now this is like Scream One again, right? Because at, at the end of Scream One, spoiler alert, I know it's been like twenty or thirty years, but <laughs> there were two killers. Mm-hmm. Who is the, who do you think the second ghost face is? Oh, uh, we've talked about it in the past, I think, or at least me and Tom did on the side. I think it was uh, Halloween Havoc. We were trying to think about who was the other ghost face that uh, helped out Johnny in the match. Um, I think you could guess it would maybe be like Austin Theory. Uh, we haven't seen Ooh. him on we haven't seen him on TV in a little bit. Uh, I don't know where where he stands with that, but I think uh, that would be a good guess on my part if I had to go with one. Was it? You know what? That was a great guess, to be honest. Thank you for that. That was really good. Tom, is that? Should I give credit to you on that? Did you bring that up when we talked about it, or was that? Did I? I thought I said I thought it was Triple H. Oh, you thought it was Triple H. Well, that just that just been through. He wasn't big enough. Wasn't big enough. (laughs) Triple H is too big. (laughs) But um, I like Joey. Well done. Well done, both of you guys. Um. Wow, that was good. I, I didn't think about that one. It makes a lot of good sense. That's good storytelling if it is. I hope it does work out that way. Um, boys, Rhea Ripley comes out to address the to address the audience. And to be honest, I don't think she was going anywhere. Right? <laughs> she couldn't go anywhere. She's not going to go to the main roster. Why should she do that to her career? You, you, get, you get lost up there. Um, she comes down and gets that beatdown. That War Games team beatdown. That mm-hmm. Candice LeRae team led beatdown. That's right. I think we might know all the participants in the, in the women's war games match because during that segment, Candace's team brought out Ia, Io, excuse me, and, and get and let her lay flat on the, uh, on the ramp. Um, we saw what happened to Ember and we saw what happened to Rhea. Um, I mean, are you guys happy with this all-star team of potentially Rhea Ripley, Io Shirai, Ember Moon, and the one and only Shanti Blackheart versus Team Candice of Raquel, Dakota, Tony. Who am I missing? Did I say four? And Candice. Oh, I said, I'm sorry. I didn't even think. I just had to do it in my head. Um, I'll just go round table with this one because I think this is kind of a good one. Noodles. I mean, wow. Have we seen more stacked women's teams? Blood pressure is slowing throughout my body right now. <laughs> I tell you, man, I, you better sit down. <laughs> it's hard. Right, you might poke someone's eye out over there. <laughs> um, just, I'm just, I'm, I'm amped for it. I think this is good. Absolutely. This is no, really good. And it came together very well. They did it perfect, obviously, as, as usually, they usually do. But that much talent in the ring at one time, is it's just going to be awesome. I and mean, it's going to steal the show, guaranteed. It, it really will. 
I mean, Tom, you know, we always talk about storytelling, taking stories from, you know, from previous, previous feuds, current feuds, future feuds, and bringing them all together, right? We're, we're, we're not going to see EO defend her title, but that's okay because I'm, I'd love to see her do a moonsault off the top of the cage. Absolutely. That's what I want to see happen. Mm-hmm. Um, are you, you're excited, right? You gotta be. Oh, absolutely. If you, if you're a wrestling fan, and you're not excited for this, then stop watching. I mean, Jesus, these, these eight women, that match is going to be absolutely amazing. I cannot wait for it. And it should be a lot of fun. Just, uh, I am just, I, not much you can say. It's just going to be great. <laughs> the future of women's wrestling is just yeah. off the charts. Exactly. Yes. It's got a very bright future. We do. I, I mean, who is writing those storylines on there? Cause they need a, they need a raise. Even in this pandemic, they need a raise. Figure it out. Uh, Joey, any, anything you want to add? Me as the Cuomo type, though, you know? <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Guy just, you know, he gives himself reasons. They respect that. Speechless. <laughs> Joey, take us home. Anything else you want to add to that uh, women's war games? Um, looks like potential team that we're going to see in this match that we're going to see in, in, uh, on December 6th. Yeah, I think, I think they all head on it. But uh, like I said before, have we seen or before we recorded, have we seen uh, eight women of this caliber in one company or at in one uh, era at one time like compete against each other? I, th- I don't think we have. And, and maybe, like we said before, we maybe you could bring up like TNA's uh, div- women's division like back in the day at their height. But uh, I think to see all these eight women compete in one match is it just shows you what NXT has with the women's division. And it's not even all the women in that match. Like there's still other girls down there that can compete. Uh, we don't even have like Tegan Knox available or like any other girls. Like it's, it shows you how deep their women's division is. And it's, it's insane. It's I like thoroughly, like Nick said, it's, it's going to steal the show. Definitely. Yeah. I cannot wait to see that one. And boy, just to wrap up NXT, um, Pete Dunn, I can't look at him, man. He's so shredded. It gets me like sick <laughs> to my stomach and envy. <laughs> <laughs> like the guy is like, I'm like, wow. But anyway, it was the ladder match for the advantage for the men's war games match of the Kings of NXT and the UE. And, uh, and Joey, I'm going to stay with you on this one. <clears throat> UE hasn't lost this match before. First of all, who is behind that mask? Mm. We have a lot of masks, right? Yeah. I thought we were past Halloween. <laughs> That's a great question. A lot of mass people, Joey. So I don't know. You got to you got to help me out with this one. They come in. Pete Dunn gets the win. Um, they will have the advantage at War Games. It it makes sense for them to have the advantage at War Games because isn't UE technically undefeated at War Games and they've been undefeated in, in this advantage match? So is this leading to a potential upset? I know we'll get into predictions next week, but I know you were great with your first guess with the with the Ghostface. But anyone who you think's behind this mask or was just a hired help from uh, the the benefactor? Pat McAfee. Ooh, good, um, good question. Uh, I think they tried to, they're trying to play us, right? Because they said Pat McAfee was at home and not there. And then if you watch the guy go into the ring, he does the the apron jump like McAfee does. And when he's walking away after the match, he does like the floppy undisputed era thing. I was trying to pick out, I was trying to watch his mannerisms, but it wasn't Pat McAfee-esque. I think there is a fifth man. I think we'll see him at War Games which will lead the Kings of NXT to victory. I know we're going ahead of predictions. But wow. Yeah. Oh, okay. There's going to oh, be a fifth like man. It. I could be. I could two be weeks jump- off and, he, and he's fucking <laughs> spitting fire. Unbelievable. I could, I could be jumping the gun here. Um, also, Kyle Riley took some insane bumps in that match. Oh, my God. Yes, he did. Shit. When does he? Never. Yo, he is insane, dude. Um, and there's two things else I want to hit on. Uh, maybe only one other thing. 
Well, I forgot what it was, but basically Kyle Riley killed in that match. Uh, he's becoming, I love Adam Cole. Like he's my favorite wrestler right now in all of wrestling, but Kyle Riley is like climbing that ladder to become like one of my favorites in wrestling right now. I think everything he's all about is just fucking insane. He's a great worker and he's so passionate, like on the, on the mic. I love it. I love Kyle Riley right now. So I just hope his, re- his, his fearless recklessness uh, keeps him healthy. That's, yeah, that's all I get. Yeah. Cause his future is very, very bright. I don't know. Great match though. Sick match. Yeah. Great match. Good NXT boys. Um, I, Tom, Nick, anything you guys want to add to that? Um, I guess advantage <clears throat> that Joey didn't try to hit on. Sorry. <laughs> no, I mean, it makes perfect sense, right? Undisputed Era is undefeated. They've never lost in the, in the big one. So it would make sense to give, and especially the star power on, on both teams is a little bit disparageable, you would say, since, you know, there's bigger names on the uh, uh, Undisputed Era. So it, it would make sense to give them a little leg up for, for a little while and, and have play the odds in their favor. It's the well said. Mm-hmm. well said. Tom, anything, uh, anything else you want to throw into that one? No, no, I mean, you know, just, you know, great match overall. And, you know, I always feel like the heel team, I mean, I think you consider, you know, the Kings NXT like the heels in this one. I think they always get the advantage and everything. So, I mean, yeah. yeah. So. Well said. I mean, listen, this is the first time the UE is going to this match as the faces. So, um, Joey, anything else from you? I saw you raising your hand. <laughs> I was. Yeah, that, I was going to say something like that. If you look at, like, the track record of war games, like, the heels always get the advantage. I think that's just, like, a common denominator there so that's what i was, oh. I forgot to say that that was one of the things thanks was, for finally answering the question we appreciate <laughs> it. <laughs> i thought i gave you enough time but that's okay no you, you've been fantastic this show two weeks off has done you well mm, you look you, rested you the, the newborn baby yeah you know i got a wife so she takes care of her yeah wife. she is uh she's good she's too good for you super mom um super mom boys aew hangman john silver the match we didn't know we wanted but we got because John Silver is, in my opinion, the standout and should be the leader of the Dark Order. Because that guy, Ooh. just I just can't get enough of him. How could you not? The meat man. Long Island's own, baby. Long Island's own. John Silver. Well, Silver, was, Silver was impressive. Yeah. I, 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 I enjoyed the match. I thought it was a good, I thought it was a good match. It's, I'm happy to see Hangman because they got to continue to push him a little bit. Um, but John Silver, man, I, I just I, – I, every time he's on, on the camera, I just I can't get enough of him. He just cracks me up, and he's funny, and he's a good wrestler, and I think he's clearly the standout of the Dark Order. And um, oh, we haven't seen Brody Lee in a while, so – That's not a bad thing. This may not be a bad thing. <laughs> um, Nick, we'll stick with you, my friend. Dark Order gave Hangman an option to join the Dark Order. Yes, it did. Is that something that Hangman would honestly contemplate because he's no longer in the Elite? Or is he, uh, is he a solo hangman? I would like to – I hope he's a solo <laughs> hangman. And, uh, that, you know, that could be a nice little feud for him to kind of continue to rebuild his uh, solo dominance. Um, but I guess you never know in AEW. You know, they're, uh, they're one swift decision away from closing chaos. So, <laughs> Well said. They, they Well said. That was very funny. I appreciate that one. Um, Joey, powerhouse. Hobbs. Can I just comment on, on the match first? Oh, yeah, sure, yeah. sure. Of course. I just, one thing I know Nick is not much of a uh, pro AEW guy. One thing I like about AEW sometimes is, and I'm not saying WWE doesn't do this, but they gave us this match. Um, and although we knew Hangman was going to win, obviously, without a Schmoz finish, like Hangman shouldn't lose to John Silver, no, nothing against John Silver. But the match gave, a, gave us a quality match where John got over. And yeah. 
like we i respect Looks believable him. now right at, at yeah that point, so right? i like i think that's where WWE can like maybe take a little uh, some notes on sometimes like when we we go into a match where we know who's gonna win but get the other guy over as well i think it's like basic knowledge in wrestling like don't just smack us in the face with like a squash a squash match so like i don't know I respect no, it's, it's well said. It's almost like a lost art, right, Joe? Like, it's just like, it's like that one piece of the storytelling that you forget is you can actually get the other guy over even in a loss if you yeah. book it correctly. No question. And I, I think that was a really good point you hit on because that's something that I feel like WWE sometimes loses their momentum on because they're so busy with building up the winner that they forget that the other person could use a little story building too i.e. the Lana thing, right? Yeah. They're they're trying to catch her up so much from all that she's dropped, but they're it's gonna be so hard to at this point. Yeah. It's like a hell of a lot of story building and, and some crazy swerve that I can't even predict to come. But don't don't you think though like the the more like WWE clearly has more more people on their roster, right? To try to always keep involved where uh AEW is still in kind of the infancy stages where they're still trying to make people household names. You know what I mean? So I feel like every match they do, they have to do something like that where they can help put someone over where in WWE, they don't really care about that as much because there's always different avenues. They're, they're willing to throw anybody into the mix. You know, they have their pre-shows, they have all that stuff where AEW, you know, let's be honest. How many, how many guys are like truly household names or, you know, made their mark on the wrestling business at this point, they, you know, they're still trying to figure that out. No, it's a good point, but you got to be careful, right, Nick? Because you're one, oh, you're one or two injuries away from, from, like, say, WWE. They're one or yeah, two injuries no, away from, get sloppy from blowing it all up. 100%, absolutely. What ha- take Roman off of SmackDown, right? Take him off of SmackDown right now. You have a good show, but do you have a leader? Uh, no, no, absolutely not. You, right, you, you so, need your star, for sure. Yeah, and I know and, and AEW may have to do this because, like you said, they're in their infancy stage, which is a good thing, right? So it's like a, it's a, it's a good take reason more risk, to do you can, this. Yeah, you could do a lot of different things, 100%. No, but I'm with you. Well, well said, Joe and, and Nick. I, I appreciate that analysis. But Joey, staying with you, Powerhouse Hobbs. We have a new name. He ain't Will Hobbs no more. All right, he ain't from the Fast and the Furious. He's Powerhouse Hobbs. Um, and it looks like he wore Taz's gear from that Royal Rumble back in the day. Did you notice that when he versed Kurt Angle, wearing that little singlet, looked exactly the same to me. I liked it. I liked it. It fit. It also fit the same. Pretty tight. <laughs> um. Powerhouse Hobbs took on Lee Johnson in, of course, a squash match. You know, you gotta, you gotta, you know, you can't always tell the, you can't always build up the loser in every match, right? Um, <laughs> so we get, we get the new man, we get the new man of, of Team Taz, the big guy. Um, first, before we get to my second point, is you like the name Powerhouse Hobbs? Are you, are you for that? Are you for the, uh, the sharing of the gear with Taz? We're kind uh, for, of in a pandemic. Yeah, a little dirty. Don't get, don't get ringworm. Uh, yeah. I don't think. At first, I was like, you know what? I hate being that type of fan, but I'm like, if WWE did this, they'd fucking shit all over it, everybody. But I, I like it. I actually like stuff like this. So okay. I'm okay with it. I think I, it's so JR. I feel like JR made that decision. I don't know. I feel like he's <laughs> the one that gave that name. I just have that Cold idea. Powerhouse. Yeah, Powerhouse. Powerhouse Hobbs. And give him a barbecue sauce. Yeah. <laughs> but, WWE, uh, they, would, they would definitely drop the Hobbs, though, and it would just made him Powerhouse. Powerhouse, yeah. <laughs> and, then would join, and then he would join Retribution next week. Uh, but fuck, did he look mean as all hell, dude? He looked he really fucking did. mean, bro. And I loved it. I love, I don't know how, like, we've only seen him do quote unquote powerhouse moves. I, I want to see him like work an actual, like, solid match. 
Uh, but I think he has they, a lot of people are hiring him, so I'm, I'm excited to see where they go with this. Uh, I think it was inevitable that he would join Team Taz. I know we, you guys, probably hit on that last week or whatever. Um, but I just, I'm excited to where where they're going with him. No, solid size, dude, too. Yeah, huge. He is. It's definitely, definitely. He's got the look for sure. He's got the look, as they say. Yeah. Um, but after the match, Joe, that's where I want to get your real analysis on, right? Because you know, powerhouses. You know, we, we got to that, but Taz called out management in his quote-unquote pipe bomb type of thing. They cut out two mics. And um, Cody came out, and Taz told Cody how he felt, how that he wants the company to recognize the FTW championship. He, he, he wants, you know, he wants that recognition. Um, Cody stood there. He took it. He left. He came back out of the ring, um, told him how he felt, told him to, to cut it. Taz put him in a Taz mission. After Cody told him that, why does your son, Pirate Hook Taz, want to train with me and not with you, Daddy? Ooh, ooh, you being a papa now. If someone told you what Taz told, what Cody told Taz, how would you feel? I, I mean, I would be pissed, and I probably put them in a Taz mission as well. Um, okay, a mess lock. That, you look more of like a mess lock type of guy, Joe. I, yeah, I, uh, full Nelson probably. <laughs> or uh, what do they call it? Was the the hurt locker or whatever? Hurt locker, locker. Yeah. Um, that Taz, that pipe bomb you quote unquote want to call it or whatever that lead up to him and Cody interacting, and then the Taz mission, that got me jacked up, dude. It was like super believable. Taz is like I know he's a five foot three or whatever, but he's like super tough and like I've missed that from like promos. We get it from Eddie Kingston, like it's believable. Taz is like believable when he talks on the mic. So uh, to see that, that was pretty cool. And then for Cody to go that personal route <clears throat> of calling out his son Hook, which is a wild name to begin with, but uh, <laughs> whatever. Um, I think it's I think it's great to further on that storyline. Now we, it, it gets a little more personal now. And then we get this the build up to next week, the tag team match with uh, Cody and Darby versus, um, was it Ricky Starks and, and, Hobbs. Uh, and Hobbs? Yeah, and Powerhouse Hobbs. Powerhouse Hobbs, Tom. yeah, so. Oh. <laughs> don't forget uh but yeah i i was very happy that was one of the, the highlights of AEW for me was that whole segment there i agree i thought it was really well done and like you said taz has that believability on the mic where you don't know if he's crossing the line yeah. right he somehow i don't know how he delivers it it just it every time he speaks you don't know if it's it's real or it's fake but that's that's what we need right that's like that blurring the line that kind of that promo, that talk that we need to make, engage us to us to talk about it, right? Because yeah. isn't that what they want? We're here on our on our show talking about that. So, well, that's that old school ECW stuff. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. that's yeah. that's the, the dark roots there for sure. Yeah, that New York, you know. Yeah. I got to ask you guys a question though. You know how we, you know, uh, Baby Taz's name is Hook, right? Like when these guys discuss these things and and they have their board meetings of, of a table of maybe you know four or five, maybe six guys, sometimes maybe 12. We're all in conjunction with a name hook sounds appealing to them where they're like, wow, that's a fucking good idea. I think that's his actual name, his actual name though. I mean, that'd be really disturbing if that was the case, but I guess you never know. It is, it is the new world that we yeah. live in that you can pretty much do whatever you want. Name your kid. Was it, was that, if, you if you had a son, Joe, was that, was that name in the running? It actually was. It was third. So <laughs> uh, damn it. Uh, don't want to repeat that one. 
His real name is Tyler, by the way. Oh, it's not Hook. Okay. Not Hook. Thank you. See, Tom, our resident stack guy, he's always on it. You can always go to Tom for the for the for the real news. Tom is our Elias Bios Bureau. He is. He is. That's why he gets paid the big bucks. He is he is the CEO of the Wrestling Journal podcast. Um Tom, did you like that Kip and Miro segment with the video games? I thought it was a low spot, little spot. I thought it was I, I thought Miro looked really corny. Um, I didn't appreciate it. I think I don't think it's good for the feud. I, they're basing it around video games. Like the reason it got started is because uh, I want to say Chuck got thrown through the arcade, and now they're still the video games is still the main point of everything. Like I, I know, like we kind of talk about high points, but I don't know. I want to kind of get your thoughts on that one. Well, if you know me and the system they were playing, I could give two shits about. So you know, ain't that the truth? So yeah, <laughs> trying to get so, trying to get me a PS5. Yeah, so the, that Xbox app, whatever. I, I was hoping, you know, Orange Cassidy would have smashed it against someone's head. You know, it'd probably be better use of that freaking machine. Anyway, uh, yeah, I mean, the whole feud, you know, based on video games, it's yeah, it's kind of silly. And like you said, he Miro looked kind of stupid in it and everything. I mean, I don't know. I really don't know where they're going with this. I mean, is it just going to be, are they going to fight for, like, a PS5 or some shit? Who the hell knows? Ooh, can I get in on that match? Uh, yeah, right. So, been trying, man. Been trying for you. I know, um, I know. You're a good friend. Um, but no, I just, yeah, I thought it was very corny. I didn't, I didn't care for it that much. No, I, I thought the same thing. I just, I know we're trying to talk about high points, but that one just really stuck out to me as like a low point. Cause I think they actually could do something with the, with these guys They're actually pretty talented in the ring. Right. And you kind of want to build Miro up as this new big guy, but you have him being Kip Sabian's best man, the best man, everyone's best man. And right now we have a feud over video games. Yeah. That's kind of like. Hey, you, you destroyed my video game. Does it kind of surprise you, though, with, uh, you know, another trash-talking WWE outcast? You know, to well, come in and, like, and, you and know, make, you, make little progress? Yeah, you go there to kind of have your freedom, but for some reason, <laughs> is this, this the freedom you wanted? Right. I, know I know he's a big Twitch guy, but, I mean, I don't know. You can do a little better than that, but we'll see. We'll see, right, I guess? Um, Nick, Jericho, Hager, Go. SCU. Good match. Inner circle's big. Um, Jericho, they get that win, and they give that beatdown after. I know you're a big beatdown guy. Like you have to kick someone when they're down. Um, I know you do. Um, so, you know, Jericho and Hager, they're kind of building them as like a tag team. Are you taking them as a legitimate, credible tag team? Do you think they're going to kind of uh, eventually go up the ranks and maybe get a tag title shot? What do you it's think? It's very, very possible. Uh, they could go that. Depends how long they want to, you know, they want to kind of – push this MJF in the inner circle route. Um, Cause I mean, at some point it would be a nice uh, little tag team match between uh, MJF and Wardlow versus Jericho and, and Hager. Shout, right? out to uh, shout out to Wardlow, which is, which is always clutch. Um, so, I mean, yeah, I guess, I guess it's, it is believable, but uh, I think that whole process is more along the lines of Jericho MJF and the inevitability of that greatness, however long right. they want to prolong it or whatever, but that's the ultimate goal there. Yeah, they have like a lot of storytelling kind of going on. Yeah, in they, circle, they can go you in many different directions with it. It's, sure. it's not, this one doesn't feel bad. It doesn't feel like rush. It feels like they can go a lot of different directions, like you said. And I think they this is good time. though. So yeah. I'm, I'm happy with it. And I think when you have Jericho involved in something, even though I wasn't a big fan of the orange bath champagne match that he had with Orange Cassidy. Mimosa. Thank you. Mimosa, Mimosa Mayhem Mimosa. match. <laughs> I was being facetious. Yeah, that was, that was um, a tough one. Yeah, that was a little For bit tough. Guys, but, Cass- Cassidy hasn't really recovered from that either. No, because he's having a feud with the video game system. He he actually beat the Xbox. So that's, Tom, that's good. Hey, there we go. It doesn't take it doesn't take much to beat that stuff. So. Ooh, we are not Microsoft fans on here. <laughs> um, 
Anna Jay Sheeta, Joey. Um, Anna Jay looked good. Very but, good. Um, you know, Sheeta gets the win, but who we got after is what intrigues me. Mm-hmm. And I want to hear what you have to say about one Abaddon. So first, uh, just a rare appearance from our the AEW Women's Champion Sheeta on the AEW show. And I was expecting to see an NWA Women's Championship match instead. Just kidding. Relax. Uh, very good match. Love Anna Jay. Uh, bright future for her, absolutely. But after the match, like you said, Abaddon came out making her presence known, letting Sheeta know that she's up next for the uh, – or she wants to be up next for the AEW Women's Championship. Um, I think I've said this from, from Jump Street. Uh, she's the one that I need to see on TV more for this women's division. Whether or not she's a phenomenal in-ring competitor, we need a little more like a shot in the arm from this women's division. I think she delivers that at being so different and, and uh, a different type of women's character we've never seen, at least at, that I've ever seen. So I'm excited to see – uh, what, what she has to offer. I know we've seen her on TV a, a handful of times, but it may be even on AEW Dark, but uh, to see her get this this push up to the uh, to the main main spot in the women's division is something I'm, I'm excited for. Yeah. And you know what's funny, Joe, is because they, they have their ability to play in this playground AEW, right? She's not your common character. She's not your common woman, right? When you think of like, you know, you, you think of our version of, I don't even say our version of Abaddon, but like, Alexa Bliss is who we're getting on our, on the WWE yeah. side. So on 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 the AEW side, you get this, but this can work, mm-hmm. right? Because of because they're allowed, they can play in this playground a little bit. So yeah. I'm very intrigued by this one and see how this one's going to kind of pan out. Yeah. Um, main event time, boys. Butcher Blade with the bunny. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I just like I like how they always I like when like when Shivani's like the butcher, the blade with the bunny. Um, <laughs> taking on. Taking on Ray Phoenix and Pac. Um, good match, right? Good match. Um, Butcher and the Blade get the win with a little help from Eddie Kingston. But we have a Lance Archer attack on Eddie after the match. So we can just go quick round table on this one. Um, Tom, wh- what do you think about this main event? Good match. Do we like seeing that Eddie and Lance might be the next future feud? And we will get a run back of Butcher and the Blade. And I guess you can um, – and Ray and Pac or – penta and ray and you know whatever kind of death triangle we want to kind of put together team yeah no i mean it was a good match i mean overall and it was very interesting when when i heard his music i'm like it, like did they botch i'm like why is he coming out right now for it just it was very just a very odd thing but i mean hey she should be good i mean i like kingston a lot the guy is just awesome you know with his promos his wrestling and and arch is you know good for what you know the big guy and everything i don't know if anyone saw it but when he came out, it looked like Jake the Snake wanted to get in on. He was like, "Look, taking his shirt off." I'm like, "Holy shit, is he gonna hit a DDT on somebody?" So gotta be careful of a heart attack. Yeah, right. So no, I mean, it's definitely interesting to see, and you know, it looks like we will get him and uh, Archer and Kingston down the line somewhere. But no, it was overall good main event and everything, and and Butcher the Blade. I, even though the characters are a little weird, they they are they can wrestle those guys. They are very good. So and yeah, much more you could say about Pac and you know Phoenix. Those guys are just awesome. So. And when you get the bunny with the butcher and the blade, I'm always going to be paying attention. Absolutely. I know it's not Easter season, but the bunny is good for me any time of year. Uh, Joey, anything you want to add to that one, my friend? Anything yeah. that stuck out to you in that main event? I mean, it was a great match, a solid tag team match. They always deliver in that tag team realm, as we always say. Uh, but I'm just, I, I, I know Archer and Kingston had like a, a they crossed paths in the, in the in the past, but just kind of confused why they would throw him in the mix right now. Uh, they have the three-on-three three with Pac and the Death Triangle versus 
butchering a blade and Kingston, why are you going to throw in a fourth man unless Kingston's going to bring in a fourth guy? I don't know. Um, it just kind of throws me off how there's no connection there uh, with with the death triangle and, and uh, Archer. So, I mean, I'm excited to see. I would love to see that match. I think it'd be a great match, but I just, I'm not sure where they're going with that. So it's to end the show like that. I don't know. It's kind of yeah. weak in mind. Yeah. Right. Nick, anything to add just before we kind of wrap up this AEW segment? The boys, the boys hammered that one home. So, okay, fair <laughs> enough. Hard. Hey, listen, <laughs> your silence speaks volume. We'll say that, Joey. Let's get to Friday Night SmackDown. Are you ready? Just kidding. Uh, SmackDown was fun. I think uh, it was the the show after Survivor Series that had to cover up some loose ends there, but uh, it looks like um, we're getting. Well, we got Sammy versus Daniel Bryan for the for, in the singles match, straight singles match. Sammy went over. I thought maybe Sammy would have lost, and then Bryan earning a number one contendership shot uh, at the Intercontinental Championship. But I'm not sure if they're going with that route there. So I'm not sure where they're going with the, the IC title at the time. We get uh, in the back, Big E and Sammy cross paths, and they have a little interaction there. So to get maybe Big E versus Sammy for the IC title could be it. I'm not sure. Tom, what are you, uh, what are your thoughts on the pos- possibilities of the intercontinental championship picture? Yeah. I mean, what we've been saying for months, I mean, not months, but since they broke up, you know, new day, you know, we've been waiting for like biggies, big moment, you know? So is this it fine? Like, does he win? Like, does he, when they, if they do do the feud, does he actually act, win the uh, intercontinental title? I mean, I hope he does. Cause you know, they've been trying to push him for the longest time as a singles guy ever since, you know, they broke him up and, you know, just, and to get the bell off Sammy would be great. You know, I can't stand that guy. <laughs> He's the worst. Yeah, anything. Hey, give it to Big E, I'd be so happy. So if, if that happens, that'd be awesome. But, you know, maybe they do like a triple threat thing because, you know, the, the way, you know, Daniel Bryan lost, you know, because he got beat up by Jey Uso in the back. Maybe they do a triple threat thing or yeah. something, you know, along those lines. But no, it should be, you know, should be interesting to see what they go with that belt. I agree. I think uh, the options are there, there's like possible like positivity in the options there. So we can get DB going forward, Big E or all th- or both of them. So I think it, it's good on their end. And uh, Big E doing a proper solo build, not just don't shoot him straight to the top. Like have him go through the some little hurdles there, and then maybe eventually get to whoever the championship champion is at that time. Um, Noodles, we had uh, your boys, uh, Dolph Ziggler and Robert Roode. <laughs> what they're your boys but they are uh one of them is the other one's jersey's boy <laughs> i'm right jersey's a robert rude guy they went over <laughs> the street profits yes uh, they did so interesting uh it looks like they may be getting a, a title shot in the near future um i, I don't yeah, know next week probably <laughs> probably next week yeah, and then probably 14 <laughs> times after that too um it seems like there's very minimal options for tag teams in in the main roster right now so i i get why they have to go this route uh you need challengers for these titles for sure um it's kind of random, but have we literally forgotten about the Forgotten Sons? Because I feel like we haven't seen them in eight years. Well, well since you endorsed them, you know you know what happens after that. So yeah. that was pretty much the end of them. True, they, they've true. been they've been uh, they've been forgotten, my friend, as <laughs> as predicted by our panel. <laughs> do you are you okay with this uh, tag team picture right now, or do you want to see anything different? Do you have any other options? Well, for right now, you? there's really no other option yeah. at the moment right now. So, I mean, you know, you're putting two legit workers with Dolph and, and Rude in there to, you know, to kind of stall it over, and hopefully they can, you know, build that up a little bit and, and give some more credible opponents. Um, uh, they, it's possible they might even, you know, switch the titles back and forth a little bit, uh, you know, just to make something new. The Street Profits have been champs for a while. Yeah. Um, so, 
maybe to freshen it up. But yeah, right now they don't have too many other options. So it makes sense to, you know, you still get good quality matches with those guys. So I guess that's all you could ask for until something else is down the pipeline. Yeah. And you never know, maybe DZ and rude come out as champions. If they don't, then you, you help further along the street profits current rate. So Absolutely. either way, it's a, it's a positive, uh, maybe not like ideal at the current moment, but you got, we got, so that's what we're going to get. Um, have you guys, I, I, unfortunately the past two episodes, I haven't been li- able to listen to every minute and every second as I edit it, but for the wow. most part, disturbing, <laughs> you don't admit that on the air, Joe. I, well, I will to you guys. Um, <laughs> But have you guys talked about Billy Kay's current role and your thoughts no. on that? Okay, so no, Jersey, the, the, I want to get your opinion the, the, on that then. She, her resume might be coming to our email soon, so just be ready. It actually did. That's I, why I wanted to bring it up. Uh, <laughs> okay, thank God. I was like, I haven't checked the, I haven't checked the group email in a while. Um, I kind of like it a little bit. It's kind of like a funny comedic segment, right? Because we know that she, they're going to have to work on her being a singles person and, 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 and take her seriously in the ring. But it's good that she at least has this character that she can kind of build on with her little resume thing. And I liked how she had her interactions with what was it with the new day saying like, Oh, I'll give you some information on the street profits or something like that. Oh, we were, we were on raw together or on SmackDown together or something like that. Like that was funny. I appreciated that. Like, I was like, it was like really good. Um, and then, you know, when, you know, with her at Baron Corbin, um, I don't know how Baron Corbin was able to like, you know, do that segment because like she was just standing there like looking right up at him with her mouth open. I was like, uh, um, so I do like the angle. I think it's funny. I think it's comedic. Um, I don't know where the payoff's going to be, but I'm interested. It's different and it's kind of cool. Like she's trying to get her shot, right? Here's her yeah. headshot. Here's her resume. I'm trying to get my shot. And last night she, she, she didn't do before. The, she went to the announce table and tried to get it on there. That was good. Yeah, so that was pretty funny. I think it's it's this is the type of thing that we may or may not need a payoff ever. I think it's something that she could just carry on as her like this will be her gimmick, like going around. And maybe we will get a payoff eventually, but I think I'm okay with this. And I think going into the whole split of her and Peyton, we had said something like this where or at least I thought this, that her being by herself is better off than Peyton being by herself. Um, where Peyton's oh great in the ring and Billy's still like like solid. <clears throat> Billy brings that comedic aspect where that they can go other realms with that, like how they do with truth. So like, I don't know where, they, what they plan with Billy, but I think I'm okay with the route they're going with, at least to start off right now. I'm it's, it's funny. I actually find her legitimately funny. So uh, props to Billy. I'm taking with what she's given and running with it. So it's all you can ask for, I guess at this point. Um, That's it. Yeah. Uh, Noodles. We got a, uh, it seems to be Seth is gone from for now. For we mentioned before, he's taking a break to go be with his pregnant wife Becky. Congrats to them. Um, and it looks like Corbin has ran into the Mysterio family as the possibly the next uh, the next. Better take a better guy for it. <laughs> Great. Uh, the backstage interaction was phenomenal. I think his uh, <clears throat> what he said about calling out Buddy as like. Uh, I don't know. I forgot exactly what he said, but he basically like just basically talked shit about the whole family in front of them. Yeah. It, was, it was like phenomenal. I think Corbin's whether you like him or not, he's no, he's 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 good with with those things. He plays yeah. he plays that well. He's perfect. Uh, just thoughts on uh, him getting this rub here on. Uh... Yeah, I mean, I purpose, I uh, I actually like Corbin a lot, so um, I just you know it's hard to feel confident confident with anyone really going into the, the Mysterio mess right now because it's just so much going on there. I don't know which direction they want to plan it. Yeah. Um, but you know, he'll do his best, put it that way to make, to make it good. That's for sure. Yeah. So um, I'd like to see Dom wrestle a little bit more. I don't know what, what that is. You know, he comes out hot wrestling Seth Rollins in his f- first matches and then he doesn't really wrestle anymore. It doesn't make any sense, but 
It's, uh, I think I think we inevitably get a setup for him and his dad to be tag team champions at some point, whether it's Rumble or Mania. I think it's like the inevitable. Would be super cool to see something yeah. like that. It'd be a nice combination, especially for Ray to finish off his career in that light. Would be tremendous. Yeah, so I think that's the the end the end goal, or not the end goal, but the end goal for. I mean, let Ray ride off to the sunset as that's the last thing he does in the company, and then Dominic does his own thing by himself. You can't run the fucking whole family yeah. angle forever, and I think essentially Buddy might become that like dastardly heel and like turn either turn with Aaliyah or turn on Aaliyah. I don't know. Something's going to happen, but it, it'll be fun. Um, He's definitely turning on Aaliyah. I'll tell you that for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to go around table just to end the show here uh, with the, the last thing we saw on SmackDown. Uh, it was, we had Jay, ver- Jay Uso versus KO uh, and it ended up being a JDQ destroying KO with a chair. Uh, but after that, KO got his bearings back and brutalized Jey Uso in, in great fashion, something we haven't seen from KO in a little bit. So the that side of him um, it was great to see come out. And then he looks directly at the camera and just calls out Roman. So it looks like we're going to get, at least that's the, the way I took it from it, KO versus Roman as the next uh, challenger for the uh, Universal Championship. Tom, just thoughts on that? Yeah, no, I mean, it was like I got home last night and I watched it because it was all over social media. I'm like, wow, he really, I mean, it was awesome to see KO like that. It's been a while, you know. KO's the man. Yeah, I mean, it was awesome to see. And I just love the whole, he goes to the announce table and he sits at the head and he just bangs in. He goes, Roman, he says, Roman, where are you? Where are you? It was really well done. And no, that's going to be a fun feud between them two. It's going to be a lot of fun. So can't wait to see it. Yeah, I agree. Uh, NJ3, just thoughts on KO being the next uh, opponent for Roman there? I mean, I thought it was going to be either KO or Brian. And to be honest, I'm happy with it being KO um, just because he needs this, right? He, he needs this because Brian, we know, is going to go away eventually. You know, this is his last full-time run. Yeah. So with KO still being a full-time guy, I think this could be a really good push. And to be honest, I can... I can I I'm excited to see like the war of words between like KO and Paul and then when Roman gets on I mean um yeah KO and Paul and then when Roman gets on the mic with Roman and KO like I, I'm excited for this this is going to be a good wrestling match because we know that KO can wrestle with any any wrestler any shape size or form big guy yep. short guy tall guy fast slow you know because we know Roman's going to be a slow methodical match we know KO can wrestle with that and he'll have his spot so I am all all on board with this yeah me too I agree uh Nicky Noodles ended off here. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, this KO is KO's the man. Roman is is the hottest thing going in wrestling right now, so it's a perfect match made in heaven, in my personal opinion. And anytime you get to see KO go the way KO's supposed to go is is the way you want to be. Because he's he's kind of fell off there a little bit, not being in the, in the limelight, and now he's aggressive again. It's yeah. legit. We need to see this side of KO or else. Absolutely. Uh, this is the best KO for sure. Absolutely. And he's and people forget how unbelievably gifted he is on the mic and how great his trash talk game is. It's mm-hmm. top of top of the line. Talk about conviction. Like he's believable. Uh, yeah. Absolutely. Um, shout out to him. Uh SmackDown was good. I think we get we get a solid show every week. So uh respect to them. I know overall deals what they deal with with three hours, but you know, SmackDown, we get what we get. Um, I know we said what we were thankful for in the beginning of the episode, uh, but we have to roll with the MVP of the week. And I heard you guys do moments last week. That's not fucking fine with me on this show. We do one single person. Tom, don't ever pull that bullshit again. Okay. I don't care if I'm not here. I'm just kidding. Uh, do whatever you want. Uh, we'll start. Yeah, we'll start with uh, Uncle Tom, Uncle Bad News. Uh, 
Who's your MVP of the week? Go bad news. I'm gonna go the guy we just talked about, Mr. Kevin Owens, baby. Go calling out Roman Reigns and everything. Just love the whole thing was awesome. And like I said, the whole thing at the head of the table, I just loved it. It was awesome moment. Very good. Me too. I agree. Uh Nikki Noodles, MVP of the week. Ooh, ooh. It's a good question, Joe. It's a good question. Joe, who's your oh Tony Storm. Tony Thank you. I was like waiting for it. My goodness, Tony Todd. That heel turn was could not be any more up your alley. Terrible, terrible. NJ, I didn't get much sleep last night, boys. But I try to bring my A game at all times. You must have been rewatching NXT on Rewind then. My MVP of the week, man. I'm gonna have to give it to Taz. That promo he cut, man, really like it made me believe. It honestly did. It it felt really real. And then when his son kind of walked off the way he did with his hood on, it just that whole moment. It felt really real. Uh, Taz is my MVP of the week. That Taz mission, he still got it. So I had I had a couple lined up just in case that would happen. Taz was my MVP of the week. Um, Sorry, buddy. first off, I just want to give a shout out to Wardlow. I uh, just want to make sure that's out, out there and clear. Uh, but my MVP of the week, even though in losing fashion, is John Silver, Johnny Hungy. Uh, just shout out to him <laughs> getting over. Uh, in my eyes, getting over. Even though in a, in a loss to uh, Hangman, he's like Jersey said the best thing going in dark order. I, he's one of my favorite things going in AEW right now. So uh, shout out to John Silver. Long Island bread, baby. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Uh, boys, it's been, it's been good to be back. As you can probably hear my dog barking in the background. I'm not sure if you can hear that or not, but uh, I mean, that's Hank. your time. Shout out, that's, shout your, out to that's your cue. He's he up. wants to go out. He wants to eat. Uh, it's, it's been a pleasure to be back and uh, I'm excited for the weeks going forward. I miss you guys. Not going to lie. I miss the, uh, the wrestling journal universe. And uh, everyone be safe. Take care. Watch Pro Wrestling.